Hello. Oh my. It's quite dreadful. Indeed. Indubitably. What's up, everyone? This is Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. Hoping that you're all doing well, and I'm hoping that you're taking care of yourselves, doing whatever you need. And I also hope that, you know, you're still doing what you can to make sure that things that are happening around us, the protests, the messages, everything is is still moving forward. We're we're seeing we're seeing incremental temporary uh measures that should give us some hope but also uh it's not over yet we still got to keep working we still got to keep getting messages out we still got to learn a lot about ourselves we got to learn how we got here and how to get where we're going and i really hope that everyone is continuing to use whatever platform you have i really hope all of you are taking the time to learn. We all have something to learn. I have something to learn. All of us still have a lot to get us out of where we're at right now. I heard a really good quote recently uh, that I'm going to paraphrase, and it's uh, this system that we have. It's not broken. People keep saying that the system is broken. It's not. It's working exactly like it should be. This is what it was designed to do. And if we don't like it, we can't fix the system. We have to change the system. So I hope we're all continuing to educate yourselves. I hope all of us, myself included, are continuing to do what we can, put forth that effort, take care of each other. And I I really hope that by the end of all this, or you know, even starting today, right? This is this is more and more showing itself to be a really important, pivotal part in our history. And I, I'm taking this opportunity to take a look at myself and think, what do I want to do in this moment? When we look back, um, what am I going to be able to tell people, tell my kid, tell anyone what I did during this time? What did I do when given this opportunity? What did I work on? And who did I end up being afterwards? And, you know, if it's the same person, it's a pretty bold statement to say that, you know, I didn't need to change anything, that I was fine how it is. I think that uh, if we go through this and it didn't affect us at all, if in the end of the day we put out a couple cool tweets, we liked a couple uh, brands' messages and retweeted them, and at the end, we just kind of hoped it would all wrap up. And then afterwards, we returned to normal. If the status quo is what we think is what we're shooting for, I don't know. I think we all have a great opportunity to just do better by ourselves. I saw uh, someone, um, I can't remember who it was, but they had explained like fixing the system should be a selfish act. We all benefit if this gets better. You know, it's okay to do it for yourself in that regard. I thought that was an interesting take. But, you know, whatever it is, uh, take this chance, take this moment, whatever it is that you want to work on, whoever it is you want to be by the end of it, 
do it. Let's do it together. Like, let's get together. Let's let's make the stuff we want to make. Let's let's be the voice that we want to have heard. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I wish people would say. And yeah, maybe I'm going to be the one to say it from now on. This is our chance. Let's get out there. Let's keep moving, keep fighting, and keep learning and growing. Because that's how it's going to get better. If we all grow and we all change and we're all better, then we win. So that's my message. You all stay safe. Take care. My general rule of thumb is don't go to Vegas. I don't think that the uh, the odds are in your favor. I don't think it's going to work out. And, you know, right now with everything going on, maybe stay out of Vegas for the same reason somehow, but for completely different circumstances. Uh, don't play those odds. <laughs> Things are hard. Okay, so let's get to the episode. This one is a continuation of the last episode. They're on the ship. They're on the Sky Jewel. They're enjoying the company of uh, the other half of the Funks. And when last we left, they were warned maybe they shouldn't poke around the ship too much because there's a certain storage room that they are absolutely required to stay out of. So let's see if they actually do. And let's see what a uh, uneventful trip through the sky on the steam-powered world of COG looks like. Once again, thanks to the musicians and thanks to Sirenscape, both who have uh, lent access to their resources. You can find uh, links in the show notes for them. Let's get popping. Let's get into this. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't mess with the storage room either. I respect their business. Oh, I thought for sure Tristana was going to go for yeah, it. This is the first. No, well. man. <laughs> Tristana's chaotic, uh, but she's not like going to mess with someone's livelihood. They're fucking cargo <laughs> ship. Doesn't bite the hand that feeds her right now. Tristana is is chaotic good, but lawful house guest. <laughs> yes. That's part of the chaos. All right. Well, then with that, I suppose everyone heads down for some good old sleep. Well, I mean, I guess unless it's a mirror or like glass. No, then. <laughs> All right. Well, then everyone gains another peaceful night of sleep. The next morning. Oh, wait, hang on. Before ooh. we sleep, I want to. Break into the room. <laughs> so. uh, no, I want to cast Dream Message and I want to send a message to uh, Harold and Greg. Nice. And I want to tell them that there are some people coming for them to help them. Would you please mind? Would you? Uh, would you mind writing it in the World Walkers Discord so we can reference it later? I'm gonna edit it. I'm just gonna write Greg Harold message and then I'll edit it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that. In theory, it makes it to people who are still alive. Now, yeah. that eventually, night, as soon as they sleep, it's like leaving a voicemail on the old on the old voicemail machine. All right, Doc, you doing anything before you head to bed? Just making sure that the third Check shift on what's is in operating. Storage. Pro- <laughs> Just making sure that the third shift is operating properly. Not doing anything with what's in storage. Yep. Yep. All right. Third, yeah, third shift is good. They'll make their rounds. You know, they know to keep an eye on storage room B. And uh, Doc retires for a peaceful night. The next morning, everyone's able to uh, rise and or shine as they see fit. Daily preparations. And we've probably got about two days left. So 
should be there tomorrow. Anything you guys are doing before you get there? Uh, bugging more crew members. No problem. Unless you have specifics, yeah. It's basically just down and walking around. Hey, hey, hey! Hup, 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 What's hi? the deal? <laughs> just There's like, not booze on this ship, so instead I'm talking to people. <laughs> not booze on the ship? I don't believe that. <laughs> Uh, there's no public booze, yeah. There's yeah, not free, not unlimited ship. booze on this ship. That's fair. It's not an all-inclusive resort anymore. <laughs> Which I really like that what we did was we were going this way, and we could have continued going this way, but instead we went mm-hmm. to go this way. Yep, <laughs> yep. We could have stayed on the ship that slaps, and instead we're here. In a storage room. In a storage room. <laughs> Without free booze. Different kind of funk. (laughs) Really, the funk is just Gimmel smell. Oh, no. He's got some weird bacteria growing on on his inside. For sure. He always dumps his pipe in his mouth. His pipe, food, drink, obviously. Yeah, he eats, but he can't digest, so he's just got a big old tum full of rotting food. It's gross. He's just a garbage can. I just picture oh him, like, you know, uh, uh, doing the bender and opening it up and just, like, power washing his insides. <laughs> he created a steam-powered bath bomb, basically. A, a peppermint bath bomb to clean himself up. Yep. So we talk oh, about peppermint great. bath bomb, that's why. That's, that's Frank. Peppermint it bath necessary. bomb Frank. But yeah, throughout the day, if anybody wants to tend to anything, let me know. Otherwise, I got nothing. So we are, we're stopping, this, Cosmic is first, right? Yep. Uh, I'd probably send another message, like, the day before we get to Cosmic, and it'll pretty much just be like, um, yo, bros, <laughs> uh, we're going to be in Cosmic in a day's time. We'll wait around for a bit. Hope you guys live. Hope Does you find our friends and make it back here. That's canon. That's the message. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that day also passes, I guess, uh, pretty boring unless anyone has any business they want to attend to. You keep you keep saying that and I get this, like, stress. And I'm like, we probably should have business, but, like... I can't think of anything besides bugging these people. There's probably not anything you're forgetting. Storage room B. I'm going to ask someone, I'm like, so what is in the storage room? Uh, someone who, like, seems more friendly than Doc. So let's roll a uh, check on this. I believe it's uh, gather information, which is diplomacy. I'm going di- I'm gonna diplome the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you brought diploming back. I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a 13. <laughs> no, so people are a little reluctant to speak about storage room uh, B. You start prodding around. People want to shuffle away. Um, somebody else. I think the closest you get is somebody who's like, there's no reason to worry about storage room B. Uh, it's all in all, it's a good thing. It's a... Uh, Making up for past mistakes is what I hear. So, don't worry about it. It's all good. You shouldn't really want to dig in there. There's nothing... Well, I'm not going to dig in there. I just wanted to know what it was. 
I have an insatiable desire for knowledge. And also, uh, nosiness. Well, and the, um, barrel-chested, uh, Skyleaper kind of folds his arms and he says, well, I'm, I can't give any more information. Just kind of <sighs> All right. brushes back his mustache. You know, there's a famous, uh, there's a famous, uh, performer where, where I'm from. And you look, you're the spitting image of him. His name was Frederick Mercurius. <laughs> he sounds like a handsome gentleman. Now, if you'll excuse me, and he leaves. <laughs> oh. I didn't mean to use the town, the name of the, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the name of the Yeah. Frederick of Mercurius. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was just going with all pop culture uh, references are from mm-hmm. Obrimos. I uh, summoned Hikari at some point to hang out with her for a little bit, just because I miss her. Yeah, but she seems genuinely excited to finally be back again. She's, you know, who knows where she goes? Who knows what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> just, I seems, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I try to keep her with me as much as as much as possible. Yeah, so she's free to roam and uh, race along the ship. And with that, the day wraps up once more. Uh oh! Oh no! Rolled. Oh yeah! <laughs> I bet it has something to do with what's in storage room B. So you're able to get a good night's sleep. It's restful. You've grown accustomed to the uh, sounds of steam firing off. It's a sound that you didn't really have to worry about. Not that you got much time on the parliament, but (laughs) you've already, after one night, grown accustomed to the whirling and of the uh, airship. But you do, at an opportune time, find yourself suddenly immediately awake with a thump of fear in your heart. One of you is. Damn it. Hiero? Damn it. Your eyes wide open as darkness shaped into daggers is ready to pierce into your chest. What are you doing? Um, he is able to like quickly react essentially. That was uh, my insinuation. Sorry, yeah, he uh, quickly rolls <laughs> out of the way if he can, and he readies. He grabs the his katana on the side. All right, so let's roll oh, initiative. <laughs> but you get to use acrobatics since that's what you're doing. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Everyone else can use perception. I got a mighty twenty-seven. I got 23. 20. Hiero. So you're able to quickly roll to the side, grab your katana, and the initiative starts with you. What what was on your bed was this twisting dark mass that was reaching almost to the ceiling, rising up like a pendulum, and then ready to just completely eviscerate you with these sharp, incredibly thin... uh, Daggers for fingers. Um, my the place that I was sleeping. Am I essentially alone? Everyone else went to their own rooms, uh, right? I'm not rooming with any other crew members. Well, you guys were sleeping in a storage room. There were no other rooms, so they're all about to hear this in a second. <laughs> Sweet. 
Yeah. You're all, uh, I, I assume, on bed cots or sleeping bags you brought with you. Yeah. Um, as I make it out of, like, successfully out of the way, I shout to everyone, hopefully, ready yourselves. Right, that's an action. The monsters are here. And with that, Kiero... You said it's on the ceiling, right? No, it's reaching up. Oh, so reaching it's basically, up. it's like imagining like a rock dropping into like a water and then the the splash reaching up and then shaping itself into daggers to pierce into you from all sides. Kiro's going to try to attack it now. And I'm going to go with two hands uh, when, when attacking it. 28. As uh, a critical hit. 12. And then I'm going to attack it again. That was double damage, is 12? No, no, it's not. Oh, it's double damage. Uh, 24 then, sorry. Or, yeah, 24. <laughs> and the next one is 31. Uh, it's a critical hit. Kill it. <laughs> yeah, you say that. You say that. And then the next one is 26 for damage. Alright, so you roll off to the side, grab your katana, it's immediately out of its sheath as two quick swipes, and you watch as it splatters everywhere in a sickly explosion. Uh, as it uh, as it dissipates and splatters everywhere, you can see that it's a good thing that you shouted because there are multiple uh, of these entities, multiple nightmares, each one lurched over a separate companion. Oh god, no. So, uh, Tristana. Alright, so I am going to first cast Searing Light. So I make a ranged spell attack. Does a 20 hit? Uh, 20 does hit. Uh, that is 23 fire damage. And if it's a fiend or undead, it does more damage. Is it a fiend or undead? <laughs> it's not, no. But you do watch as this huge, uh, like, uh, focused beam races out. Do you fire it from, like, your hand, or do you fire it from your crystal? Your elemental, what I mean? Or? I think I, like, uh, put my hands together <laughs> and, and, and squirt it from my fingertips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're opening up the steeple. So, um... Uh, since you recently just watched My Hero Academia, you know Mina, the pink one? Yes. She does the ultimate move, and she puts her hands together and tries to shoot acid that way. <laughs> That's what Tristana does. <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright. And then... Uh, he watches it pours itself into the entity that's right above you, but... It hasn't uh, completely destroyed. Uh, been destroyed by this light. Hikari, finish it off. Twenty-seven. So that's sixteen regular damage or er, slashing damage plus three persistent fire damage. So it slashes into it, and you watch as like it's this huge burst of light that races through it and almost nullifies it completely, and then it shrugs off and it's getting ready to slash at Hikari, and then. This pulse of light rips through it, and that's the persistent damage. And there's nothing left of it. Oh. <laughs> All right, you're still on your back. You're still in a prone position, but you did manage to kill the one that was next to you. All right, so it's their turn, and 
There's one uh, that is trying to come down like a scythe on Vernon, and one that is trying uh, to bring itself to bear uh, like a giant weight against Shelton. I assume you're not wearing armor, Vernon? No, I can't. Sorry. Okay. I can't when I sleep. Yeah. I always get you when you're in sleeping, huh? <laughs> it's when I'm at my squishiest. Yep. So, oh yeah, I don't have any armor class. Never mind. Uh, a total of twenty. Yeah, my my AC is seventeen. Then you already awake and you're able to just move almost out of the way. Uh, it could have been a lot worse as it's as the scythe comes down and tries to catch. Instead of catching in your chest, it's uh, sc- scraping against your arm, and that is a total of five damage. And then. It swings back the other way, and it's not able to uh, do anything at all, pretty much. And then with that, it swirls and leaps so that it's on the other side of Shelton. And then the last one, it's a critical hit against Shelton. And it looks like it crushes right into his chest. That was a pretty heavy hit. It's able to land another hit. And then one more good hit. And it just keeps dropping itself over and over and over. I can't believe Pedro's gonna kill Blake Shelton. (laughs) Oh god, no. (laughs) I can definitely think of worse targets. Alright, so especially with that other one kind of like assisting by like staying near him, throwing uh, Shelton off his guard, almost intermingling with each other so he can't tell which one uh, is truly attacking him. Shelton took a bit of a beating. And then after that, it's Vernon. Um, yeah, I, I mean, get up to my feet and uh, charge in to help Shelton. Alright, so one action to get up. I'll, uh, I'll swing the sword. Oh, fuck. Um, that's not good. 13. 13 is a hit. A what? Just barely. I would say just barely. Um, 14 damage. All right, so yeah, you slash into it, and then it turns around and looks at you. And it kind of twists itself. And then you see a big old goofy, stupid smile. You can't help but think of Greg when you see it. Okay. And then you watch as it kind of toughens up. And it looks like, uh, based on your previous experience, it looks like it's it's made itself a bit more sturdy. And then after that is Shelton. So Shelton looks around and the first thing he says, y'all all right? Yeah. Are you all right? Give me a second. And he puts one hand up, and he fires off on the one that just kind of uh, tried to fortify itself against you. And there's a huge pulse of light that looks not too dissimilar from what Tristana just did. And the one that fortifies itself against you, Vernon, kind of bursts into light and is gone. And then uh, he tries to look um, suave at Tristana, like kind of a reassuring, like, don't worry about me, as he kind of winks. He still looks hurt, but he's doing what he can. So he gets up and starts dusting himself off. It's a new round. Hieto? 
Hiero uh, looks to see the closest uh, of the nightmares, and he leaps leaps at it. There's to, only one left, so one left. Okay, then he's going to what? It? Never mind. He's going to charge it. Okay, sorry. Ooh, I almost rolled my d12, not my d20. Uh-huh. Is yeah. that a Canadian thing? Didn't Enzo do that all the time? I was just going to say that that has never happened before in a World Walkers. Don't judge me! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 23 this time. 23 is a critical hit. 24. All right. So, yeah, you slash through it, and it instantly turns and looks at you, and it gives you just a big old dopish smile. It just starts to kind of <laughs> and twist <sighs> until its head is almost upside down. And he watches it kind of wraps itself up in bandages. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I was going to try to attack it again. 21. That's a critical hit. Wait. No, it's just a regular hit. 14. It's still up. It looks like uh, you're having a harder time slicing through it as those bandages that kind of make... He kind of gives it the impression of bandages. They they explode, and they try to push your shield off and wrap around it as that big, like, dopish grin, like more and more teeth start to fill in as the smile gets wider and wider. Damn it. Okay, then. Um, Hero's going to take one more chance. <laughs> raises his uh, blade up high to try to do like a high high strike hoping that he would uh, hopefully hit it still mm-hmm. okay that's better are you adding any minuses for multi-strike oh seriously there's mine. okay uh, what am I minusing well it's Jesus. the second hit is minus 5 and the third hit is minus 10 minus 10 ooh okay then <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me calculate this then that's fine that. This game's a lot less fun now. <laughs> Can I just ignore that, Pedro? Okay, 21. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry? Callie thinks she's funny. <laughs> she's <Jeez>. hilarious. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm, I'm assuming I still hit it, but it's just a regular hit with 21? Or yes. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh this no. Time. Only a 21 Ooh, on minus 10. 11. <laughs> 11. It's still idle. Alright, so you're able to, like, bring your blade into the uh, bandages, and then as you pull through and slice through, you watch as the bandages kind of unravel and fall until they splatter, and then just, you're just surrounded that same familiar dark, inkish substance. As scared as Hiero was, he puts away the sword with flourishes, hoping no one sees the distress in his eyes. So, uh, everyone have a good sleep? Not particularly. Hey, uh, Shelton, you need, you need some help? He just keeps looking around. No. I'm gonna look to see what he's looking at. What the hell is that? Oh, those were the nightmares we were talking about? I thought we dodged them for a little while. Yep, this was not a good progression. Uh, Don't think that's ever happened before for us. Huh. You need a heal, buddy? (laughs) No, no. No, no, no. He kind of pulls away. Are you sure? 
You hear a slam outside, followed by two more. Is there maybe another lucid dreamer on this ship? Because the last few times we've slept, we've all been fine, so it's not like there was a nightmare hitching a ride with us. Could there be someone else here who has one? I don't know, maybe. They've also been... Evolving. I think uh, we need to yeah, check I'm that out. Hero go. <laughs> rushes to the sound. Yep, Tristana also goes with Hikari. Who's leading? I'll, I'll lead. It's fine. Yep, so you rush forward, you grab the door, and it just feels like... Like you're reaching into like this, this sick, dark putty that just wants to wrap itself around your skin and just start to to pull at it, massage it as it brings itself up over your arm. That's not what's happening. That's just what you feel as the door itself kind of leans forward in this big, dopish grin. And then for the first time, you watch as the teeth separate and the smile twists. And then you, again, for the first time, I believe, you hear a voice from deep inside that says, Not first ship. Not first ship. We take. As it just starts to melt and as it pulls and peels and melts away, you just see the regular door, and then you hear another slam outside. Was I the only one who heard it? No, you're all there. Yeah. Mm. We need to go. Yeah, we gotta go. Kick the door open, or pull it open, I guess, depending on which way it opens. Yep, kick the door open, and you see there are multiple barrel-chested victims being thrown all around the room. Their white tight shirts just bloody and also filled <laughs> with and covered in ink splots. This is why Pedro was asking about these. He needed he mm-hmm. needed cannon fodder. He needed red shirts or in this case, white, <laughs> shirts. white shirts. White shirts. Uh, here you here he watches one of the bodies flies past you as he holds his hand out. As he flies past you trying to reach out for help. <laughs> Sir. Oh, can I catch him? Yeah, you could try to Pedro, no. Give me a uh, acrobatics check. Or a reflex save, actually. That guy's fucked. I only got a 10. Can other people try and save him? Yeah, or just anyone one? who wants to. You could all be like, hey, And just all reach back and respond to him. I'm going to attempt to grab him. Oh, God. A 25. All right. Good job. Hiero reaches out, grabs him, and is able to, uh, unfortunately, kind of have to slam him to the ground. Best way you could do it. And he he lays there and his back is arched and his mustache is trembling as he looks at you, his eyes wide. He strokes his mustache to calm it down. Um, the mustache? I have a few questions. Yeah. Are there multiple people who are dying or are they dead? Dying. Okay. Second question. Are there any nightmares in a 30-foot radius? Yes. I'm going to cast heal... Um, it'll be three actions, so my whole turn. All living and, uh, it targets all living and undead creatures in the burst. And they get a whopping two hit points back, which would stabilize the dying. So, yeah, you watch as suddenly, it's almost as if the sun rises, 
and the area is filled with a dawn. And you watch as everyone in the area, those who have been uh, run through with essentially like spears of darkness and those who were slumped against the wall and getting ready to like breathe their last breath, suddenly <gasps> kind of wake up and have just a bit of strength with them as we move into the next round of combat. Get out of here! We start with Hiero. Hiero um, bellows uh, to the crew members, um, kind of like trying to intimidate it, intimidate them, and he shouts, Leave! You need to run and save yourselves! So I'm going to try to intimidate them. All right. Speed. 27. All right, so that gives them frightened too. And are they like, like, does it allow them to like leave or like, are they more? It doesn't get, I mean, they might leave. Yeah. (laughs) But you did give them frightened too. So they can't come anywhere near you. Oh, thank God. Each crew person that's been saved. There's five of them. Each one has a nightmare that was trying to rip them and eviscerate them. Okay. The one, the nightmare that threw the one that I save, I'll, uh, if he's close, I'll, I'll go to him first. Yeah, and I am going to attack him with the uh, katana. That's a 30. All right. Yeah, that's a critical hit. 22. All right. And same thing as uh, it turns to you and it gives you just this big dopish grin as like it's, it turns almost into like a, a forearm that begins to flex. Oh. As it kind of stretches out of the ground. And you watch as the rest of it starts turning into a fist as if it's getting ready to uh, bring itself to bear upon you. He's going to put himself in the way of the guy that he saved. He's, he's going to be blocking that the way of the, the guy that he saved. You'd have to lay on him. Oh, oh okay, never mind. <laughs> I'd have to <laughs> lay on him. Oh, now you're scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to ready, ready myself. Like, can I... I always forget the term that they say, ready in action. Yeah. Or for opportunity. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right, so go ahead and look that roll up just so you know everything about it. Yes, sir. Uh, After that, it's Tristana. I think it's time to do the Tristana special. Are there any that are, like, close together, say, in Flaming Sphere, distance away from each other? Yeah, you can pick any two. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to pick two, and I'm going to Flaming Sphere... Uh, and that's everyone gets a reflex save. Both critically fail. Dang. Damn. Uh, so that's 12, 24. Alright, so you watch that flaming sphere erupts and then rolls into them and they both just start to almost melt away as they can barely hold their form. And then for my last action, I... Tell Hikari to go get him. I'm gonna have Hikari do Searing Slash, which is just one action, and do it twice, one on each dude. That changes that? If your um, attack has think, the Agile trait? I think it is Agile, then it makes Agile it like a takes minus it, yeah, four, four eight. eight. So that is 22 for the non modified one. Yep, that's a hit. I rolled the exact same thing. So it's 18. Nope, 17. Both That's how hits. math works. So that is. 10 slashing. Is it dead? No. Dang it. Should have done them both on one. 
six slashing. Nakari kind of pulls back and then its arms turn twice into kind of like these wide arcing uh, blades of light. They kind of leave a bit of a fiery trace behind, but each one is still standing. That They seem like they're having trouble holding their form, but they're still here. After that is their turn. The first one is going to attack uh, Hiero. Are both the Nightmare and Hiero within 15 feet of me? Yep. Okay. 18 altogether. Yeah, so slashes into you, and then after that, it spreads and attempts to engulf you. <gasps> 14 against your fortitude. Damn. 11. 11? Yeah. Well, you're, well you're, all right. So. Well, wouldn't it be your fortitude <laughs> say? Wouldn't that be plus 11? So be 10 plus 11, so wouldn't it be 21? Like, do I have to roll for that? No, no is your, is it's your always 10 plus the number you have for your fortitude save. Oh, my bad. Then yes, 21. Sorry. Ah, so I'm reading the number wrong. low. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, I see it. Yeah, class BT. God damn it. I read. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hang on there. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, for its last action, uh, it smiles at you one more time. And uh, it says, uh, Goodbye. <laughs> as it pours itself into your sword. What? <laughs> Seriously? Damn it. You watch as one of your barrel-chested friends is run through and killed. The rest of them are on the verge of death as these nightmarish creatures have no interest in attacking you. They're focused on executing all of the people here. Is the crew considered one of our allies by yeah. chance? Then the guy who just got ran through and killed, I have a chance to do a retributive strike to him. Yep. As long as he's within 15 feet. He is. Save him. Okay. Save him. First off, Save he gains him. resistance to all damage against the triggering damage equal to seven. Nice. So, yeah, he's fine. Oh, yeah. And I can make a melee strike against the monster. 29. Oh, it's critical. 18 damage. And you eradicate that one. So how did you do... What was the flavor of your... Uh, I, I was thinking of it more of like an intercepting strike rather than a retributive. So like if it's coming in to get him, just like stabbing it, like skewering it midair. Right on, yeah. So you rush forward, you hop over one of the people who's in trouble, and then bring your sword to bear, slice it in half, two splatters. Do you know how hard it was to get that set of circumstances to come together to make that happen? <laughs> Good, it, it works so well, though. Like, good job. And then you feel the ship start to tilt and twirl and shift back and forth, and you hear, like, all these machines, like, the machinery start to uh, kind of backfire and twist and turn, and you realize, you kind of put it together, you take a moment to assess, and you see you've come to learn that the nightmares greatly sure they can't just do what they want against the lucid as one of the lucid you've been able to fortify yourself and uh you're you don't easily succumb to the nightmares mm -hmm. that seems legit you would be hard-pressed to believe that everybody on this ship has the same attribute as you they can't all be part of the lucid 
Sure. Which means the nightmares should be able to do far worse. And yet, when you come out here, you see them throwing people around, eviscerating them, and even for the first time, in their own twisted way, reaching out and communicating with you. So whatever they're doing is far more insidious than simply tearing through people. They're they're up to something. They're attempting to make something far worse than slaughter happen. And we'll find out next time when we get back together for this game. Damn! <laughs> Was chanting earlier, and I think my mic was muted. So, oh, what were you saying? That excellent. Uh, I was just cheering on Bernie. No. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't hear you all. You do it now. I'll splice it in. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Perfect. I think I was save him, save him, save him. Aww. I think that's what I said, but I can't remember. And there's no, there's no evidence of what I said. So this will be an outtake. I probably won't splice it in. <laughs> <laughs> So in every combat, I have looked at that ability, and I've yeah, been I never like, mentioned it. I've I've looked at it and I've been like, man, I can't wait to be able to use that. But to find an ally and an enemy, <laughs> both with well, an, yeah. an ally within fifteen feet, an enemy within reach, an ally within fifteen feet that's taking danger, like or taking damage, like it just. It hasn't happened. They've either always fucking missed and it never made a difference or the monster was out of my grasp because, you know, I don't have a reach. It's just a longsword, so I have to be adjacent to it. It's That's crazy. It worked so well, though. It, it did. It was, it was good. I have a strong sword. Yeah. That's about it. You saved him. You saved Freddie Mercurius. Frederick Mercurius. <laughs> One Frederick of the Frederick Mercurius. <laughs> I'm really good at names. Just you did a good job with Freder- Frederick Mercurius. All right, Marcus, are you editing? Are you uh, recording? I am recording, good sir, and I am not. What whispering. mic are you using on Audacity specifically? <laughs> I am using the Scarlet Solo USB. It is on the mono that is, recording. That is cool. Uh, do you um have headphones on? I totally do, sir. Totes. I think that's I have a check- checklist for Marcus. I he said really he made a flowchart. <laughs> I do, I actually have a checklist. Like I, I'm I'm staring at it on my wall. I'm like yes, and I'm touching my head. I'm like yes, yes. Okay, good, <laughs> good, We're good. good. Makes me think of I saw like a a picture earlier. Where it was like somebody had like a a welcome mat at their house, but it was for when they walk out. It's like, do you have your keys? Do you have your yes. wallet? Do you have those? Like, that's that is, kind of that's kind of awesome. <laughs> that's on my, next to my monitor. I'm like, and I'm staring right at it. I'm like, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Okay, yep, we're good. Yep, yep, cool. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm so scared. I like that Marcus hits record and then checks the picture he printed on the wall to see if it's right. And then <laughs> it looks what? right. Is this what but I he pressed? doesn't. He doesn't check the app to see if it's so, going. I am. Right. I'm staring. I'm like. I'm like. Okay. This is right. This is right. This is right. And I'm like. Okay. This should. This is good. I got called out too. They're like. So do you like do the checklist as you're doing everything and turning it on? What do you mean? Like, do you put your headphones and then you check your settings and then you click record? Nah, just put everything on and just read the checklist. That's not how you should do it. But okay. that's not how a checklist works at all. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! I know. 
No Heart. His name was No Heart. No Heart. Yeah, No Heart is the main antagonist in the Care Bears anime TV series. He is one of the Care Bears' more powerful, dangerous, Ooh. and malevolent enemies. It's important. The idea that, that there's a collection of villains in the Care Heart <laughs> in the Care Bear universe. <laughs> they have a pantheon, man. What are you talking about? That's what I want to know. It's a now. fucking what? rogues gallery. Okay, we hit a certain goal on Patreon. <laughs> we hit the thousand dollars. We're doing a Care Bear game. Oh my god! Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Everyone gets to be You might be. Oh, my God. Okay, you can be a care cousin. Care <laughs> cousin? No, Nathan's the villain. <gasps> Nathan. Yeah, run the game face. for us. Nathan, yes. run the game for us. You can run be a game. Make it as horrible and dark as you want. Super dark. Nathan, can we please put that with you <laughs> running a game? You're too close to $1,000. There's no fucking way. Don't look at it and then tell me. Oh, this is yeah. some good gruel. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for mm, sure. Craft mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and under-sugared Kool-Aid. Yuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Under-sugared Kool-Aid. Like they didn't use the full cup because they ran yeah, out of it, yeah. so they just used the remnants of the bag, <laughs> and it tastes more like the powder than the sugar. They did that uh, when I, last time I got a coffee. They showed me what the ingredients they had in the cup, and they're like, we kind of ran out of coffee. Is this good enough? <laughs> I was like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Who the fuck told you they ran out of coffee? <laughs> Duncan. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? Coffee? Yeah. Running out of coffee? What? Damn. Yeah, really. That's one of those things, man. Man. I don't know. KFC is always out of chicken. I I, have, I haven't gotten... We did not, we have not had KFC for years. And then um, since we moved in here, uh, we've tried getting... Maybe five different times, <laughs> and each time they're like, "Well, I call ahead of time because I'm like, like the first time I oh, we wanted to go was because it was Mother's Day, and I was like, now I remember I said half jokingly when we when I worked at KFC, Mother's Day was <laughs> the worst. Yeah, it was the busiest day of the year. It was the busiest day of the year, and so I said, let's call just in case. And they're like, yeah, we've been out for a long time, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. And so every time since then, we've tried calling to see if we can get, uh, you know, chicken, and they're always sold out. Even on, like, non-holidays? Yes. What the fuck? I remember... What kind of place is always the same KFC? Yeah, I mean, it's always the same KFC, so it could be another KFC, but Nathan knows. You have to do a bit of work to get get enough chicken going, like... That's a lot of work. There and you got to break wings and break legs and then twist and scoop and bop it and pass it and like you got to throw a bunch of flour there. You got to throw them all in all these hennies. I'm a cat at heart. I can't hang around other cats. I'm the type of cat that Callie was talking about that would slap the glass. I don't. I don't need that shit in my life. I'm the one who pushes shit off the counter in my house, not the cat. I'm the main pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing Nathan like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's legit as fuck. Be one of my kids for a day. Oh no! You're like, how's your homework going? <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. Now how's it going? So my my daughter loves to draw, and I love nothing more than to slap her elbow. <laughs> Jeez, oh cruel. <laughs> oh, that looks nice, sweetie. <laughs> That looks great. Dad. Uh oh, Shannon froze. Or she's got a she really creepy freeze. smile. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, just